Let's open our Bibles to Ephesians chapter 4 for an opening passage of Scripture. Ephesians chapter 4. I hope that you're here this morning with the multitude, with uh, the voice of joy and praise. As David describes it in Psalm 42, where he was discouraged, and so he asked himself, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? I remember when I used to pour out my soul in me, for I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise with a multitude that kept holy day. We do believe in holy days. We just don't believe in the holy days of Rome, meaning Christmas, Halloween, Easter, Valentine's, and others. We mean the Lord's Day. It's our holy day. And so we're here in the Lord's holy day, and I hope that you're here with the rest of the multitude around you with the voice of joy and praise. This ought to be the happiest group of people that you meet with during the week. This ought to be the happiest time that they get together because it's in the house of the Lord to meet with the Lord and to worship Him. We have opened our Bibles to Ephesians chapter 4, where beginning at verse 8 and running down through verse 16 is a description of the gospel ministry and the effect that God's ministers are to have on the people of God. Verses 8 through 10 describe the Lord Jesus Christ descending into the lowest parts of the earth to be born and then ascending up far above all heavens to fill all things. And once he was there, he received gifts of the Holy Ghost to give to men and he poured out gifts in verse 11, apostles, prophets, evangelists, and pastor teachers. And it goes on to describe that their work is the perfecting of the saints, the work of the ministry, the edifying of the body of Christ, verse 12, till we all come in the unity of the faith, verse 13, that we are saved from deceitful false teachers, verse 14, but that the church will grow up speaking the truth in verse 15, and I want the next verse. Because it is the church duties that a church has toward one another. Look at this verse. Ephesians 4.16 From whom, and that whom is the Lord Jesus Christ that ended the 15th verse, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth according to the effectual working in the measure of every part maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. This is the effect of brotherly love. It builds great churches. Great churches by God's standard and measure of what makes a church great. This increase and growth is not in numbers because it is describing the numbers that are already in the church in this 16th verse from whom the whole body, that's already a body, it's fitly joined together by God's design of each member that He brings into the church and by the efforts of each member to fit into the church well. And it's compacted, that means tightened up, until it's a tight-knit group by that which every joint supplies. Every one of you is important for this church to be compacted together the way it should be. 
according to the effectual working, that means the effective working, in the measure of every part. It repeats itself a couple of times in this verse, the Holy Spirit does, to get the point across to us, making increase of the body, we're increasing in quality, making increase in the body, unto the edifying of itself in love. Edifying means to build something up. That's why we refer to a building as an edifice. So when the King James Bible tells us edifying, it means building up this church, making increase of it in love. And it's brotherly love that causes us to contribute all that our joint, all that our part can contribute to the church and to compact this church together. We have come hopefully this morning with the voice of joy and praise. And let's communicate that voice of joy and praise in public singing and in private exhortation with each other that we can build up this church to be all that it should be for the glory of God. I hope that you are of the same mind with me that if we're going to have a church, let's make it the best church that it can be. Not in the world's estimation. They don't even know what a church is, let alone what it should be. We want to have a church that matches God's standards for us. Let us pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be Thy great and glorious and holy name. We are thankful to be with the multitude on holy day in this house, the house of the living God, the temple and church, of the Lord, the habitation of God through His Spirit. Heavenly Father, we are thankful to be here, and we have come with the voice of joy and praise, and we shall shortly offer up that joy and praise to Thee. Heavenly Father, we are thankful that we can see that the church makes increase of itself and edifies itself in love by the pressing of the ministry upon the church. And may it be so today that from the word of the Lord in 1 Peter 1.22 and then the verses that follow, we may be strengthened, convicted, converted, committed, and pressed with instant preaching that we might apply ourselves as we should to make this temple of the Lord the most beautiful, pleasing temple to you in the earth not for our honor and glory or praise, even in the least measure, but all for yours and the Lord Jesus Christ. May we fill out to the full measure of the stature of Christ this body of which He is the head and of which He is the cornerstone. Lord, help us to this end. We are thankful that loving one another has been made so easy by your glorious example and by the power of the Holy Ghost, and by regenerating grace in our lives, and by the word of the truth of the gospel, which has told us it is the great commandment. Lord, help us to fulfill it this day. Heavenly Father, we are thankful for the love that you have shown toward us in sending your only begotten Son. No man hath greater love than that he would lay down his life for his friend but you laid down the life of your Son for your enemies. And we bless and we thank Thee, Holy Father. We thank Thee that You commended Your love toward us 
in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. We are thankful, Heavenly Father, that your tender mercies are great and new every day. And therefore, we should be able to love mercy and to show it toward one another. We're thankful that you have forgiven us 10,000 talents. And what a small thing it is for us to forgive our brothers a hundred pence. We're thankful for your loving kindnesses that we see every day. Therefore, it is easy for us to show kindness to one another. We're thankful for your liberality and your generosity that has opened the windows of heaven and poured out the abundance of all things so that we enjoy more as a people today than any of your people have ever enjoyed in the history of the world. And therefore, we ought to be liberal and generous toward one another. Heavenly Father, we are thankful for the long-suffering of God that works salvation. For you have allowed us to come into your house this day, having shown us much long-suffering over many days, years, and decades of our lives. Your patience and long-suffering toward us is marvelous indeed. We can show it toward others. Heavenly Father, let us this day learn and be reminded and convicted by your Holy Spirit to love one another as we should. We are thankful for your kingdom and to be part of it, this church, and to be part of it. We're thankful for the Word of God that is a lamp to our feet and a light to our pathway. We are thankful for the ministers that you gave that we have benefited from in our lives when Jesus Christ ascended up into heaven. We are thankful for this great nation, and we pray that you would preserve it, that we might continue to worship with such freedom as we do this day. We are thankful for the ministry of the Holy Spirit, and we pray for yet more to be stirred up this day, and not to waste this time, nor to squander this grace, but to take every advantage of it by your power. Heavenly Father, we are thankful for understanding the things contained in the Word of God. You have blessed us. Open our eyes that we might see more, and we shall teach it, believe it, and obey it. Heavenly Father, be with your servants, your saints, your churches in every place, and those that have no churches, be with them this day. Empower their ministers and open the ears of the hearers that there might be an increase and the edification of bodies around the world. We thank you for every good thing that we enjoy. And Heavenly Father, we're looking forward now with the voice of joy and praise to lift up your worship. Help us to that end, we ask in Jesus' name, and for his honor and glory forever. Amen.